Welcome to the Reticle Up Podcast, where I, Three Gun Kenzie, will be interviewing competitive shooters, hunters, fishermen, archers, entrepreneurs, and outdoorsmen. Come learn with me as I interview people from all walks of life, in different disciplines, all across the world, from novices to professionals of all ages. No matter what, everyone has something they can teach you. So come join me on the journey. The Reticle Up podcast is produced in partnership with AmericanFirearms.org. American Firearms' mission is to recommend what works. We believe everyone deserves access to unbiased, helpful information about firearms. And our buying guides, product reviews, and learning resources are designed to help real people find the stuff that will work best for them. Check us out at www.americanfirearms.org. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Reticle Up podcast. This week I have Justin Taylor on. You probably know him from JT Tactical Online. He's a firearms instructor. What's really cool is a motion picture armorer, which we'll talk about, and super competitive shooter, even though, guys, he's left-handed. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. I'd start it there. I'd start Put it there. me on blast right off the bat. Oh. He sends me content and I was like, no, no, you reverse the video. It's on the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Right. Justin, man, thank you for um, being flexible and then finally coming on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. This is great. <laughs> um, yeah, let's start with JT Tactical, actually, because I think a lot of people, you and I struggle with this. Um, don't go get educated about firearms and don't take yeah. a class. So kind of tell me where that kind of company like came out of and what you teach. Um, well, I've been teaching for a long time. Um, I, I, I train actors on set. Um, I work with stunt people on set, um, and really the whole teaching thing kind of came from, uh, unfortunately after this whole rust thing, um, I was invited, uh, to speak, uh, about gun safety, uh, in front of a bunch of actors. And, um, after that, I just started getting messages like, Hey, do you give lessons? Do you do instruction? And I was like, no, oh, you know, maybe there's something to this, you know, people, they always talk about when I'm training them, they're like, God, you should do this as a profession, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, whatever. There's no money in it, you know? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. So it just kind of turned into this over the last, um, I would actually, I've, I've only been, the company's only has existed for about six months. Okay. Uh, right. Yeah. Seven, seven months, seven months. Yeah. January um, of 2023. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Um, but uh yeah it's been going well it's it's a little tough um unfortunately a lot of my clients are crew members and stunt people cool. and since we're all out of work nobody's really uh spending money to train but yeah. um we're still we're still getting out there still I'm doing at least one class a month for groups um and I'm going to be doing some uh private lessons as well very cool so, yeah. So can you kind of drop the, I would literally probably say like the, the veal, I guess a little bit behind Hollywood of, you know, there, there's a lot of people that are actors, actresses that are like anti-gun when it comes to like media and publicity. Right. And we know, of course, in our small community, like they do own guns. I do have them at home, like mm -hmm. they, all of that. And so I don't know if that's something you want to speak on to. Like I'm, I'm not like a registered party person, super political, right? <laughs> but like that stuff does matter. Yeah. So like it, it doesn't matter what side you are. I think just learning the tool, right, is valuable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've definitely, I've had a lot of experience with actors who are uh, anti-gun, mm -hmm. and 
it's a, it can be an awkward situation. Um, cause they automatically, when I come up and I'm like, Hey, I'm Justin, I'm your armor. I immediately get pegged as a certain type. <laughs> and, um, so it's kind of, it is difficult at times to kind of like overcome that, um, that stereotype. Um, but yeah, but I also have dealt with a lot of actors who are closeted gun people, but they're, they don't, they don't want to talk about it. Yep. They don't want to talk about it. Like, you know, they, I bring them out to the range. They're like, Hey, maybe like, don't, don't post this. Don't, you know, and it just like the videos that we've taken just have to like disappear, you know, cause oh for whatever reason. Um, That's so frustrating to hear, right? Like you would want them to just stand up for our rights and all of that. And I get yeah. it. They could lose their job, their career, their yeah. community. It's just, yeah. Why are firearms so polarizing? Um, I mean, to me, I think firearms are polarizing politically um, just because it's, you know, it's this left versus right thing. Um, it's got it. There's so many different layers to that. Um, I think in the film industry, everyone is um, the majority of people in the film industry are very left-leaning they're very liberal which automatically means it's like if you're going to be part of this group you've got to hate guns you've got to be pro this you got to be anti this and it's like this is what you have to believe in in order to right. be part of our little squad but they make money <laughs> off of holding firearms and shooting them in guns in movies uh-huh oh shows. yeah oh yeah i know it's <sighs> uh it's a weird hypocrisy that we have to deal with um I've definitely dealt with a lot of actors that are that are like I don't want to touch the gun I don't want to deal with it and I'm like but listen I, I need to I need to show you how this works like this is this is not a toy this is this could potentially be a dangerous thing right um I need to show you how this works and they're literally like on set going I'm not going to touch it until we start rolling I'm just like fuck do I do with this yeah <laughs> sorry can I cuss on here yeah 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 okay okay no, cool I, I I curse like a sailor, so. No, you're good. This is the, <laughs> okay, cool. This is, okay. Uh, this is my show. That's what I do now. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Um, All right. I just think that, like, if they're making money off firearms and they are portraying uh, firearms, I mean, we see Hollywood miss a lot. I'm sure that frustrates you as that's, like, your career, right? And any movie oh, yeah. that has poor gun handling or they never reload, I'm just. Drives like, me fucking crazy. It takes you out of the movie. It takes you out of the yeah. show. It takes mm -hmm. you to not even want to be part of that. And so. Yep. Do you ever convert any of these people to be posting about guns? Like, have you ever, ever in your career, like, changed someone to be a little bit more pro-gun or a little bit more open about owning or shooting them? I've definitely, I don't want to say that I've converted people, because <laughs> um, I think that's, well, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I've definitely, um, I think I've, I would like to think that I've changed some minds. Yeah, that's uh, I, I am very open with with my beliefs on the whole Second Amendment thing. And, um, you know, I, I talk to people about it constantly. And I'm not afraid to correct people when they're spouting false information. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I have kind of a big mouth that gets me in trouble sometimes. <laughs> I mean, you are in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what does a proper motion picture armor do? Like, again, I have no clue what your job looks like. What's a day in the life? Like, what what is your responsibilities? I mean, it varies. It varies a lot. Um, sometimes it's as simple as, you know, one actor 
holding a handgun, maybe not even firing. Uh, other days, it's, you know, dudes having a shootout with M4s, you know. Um, it, it, it's, it's always different. Um, the biggest thing for me when I'm on set is safety. That is top, top of my, top of my list. Um, I always want to make sure that my actors are comfortable with me personally. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that they are comfortable handling the weapons. I will typically, um, I will always do training ahead of time before we start filming. I prefer to have time during prep before we start filming uh, to actually take them out to the range. Yeah. Get them, get them used to it. Um, I bring them over to, over to Taryn's place um, and just let them feel comfortable because firing blanks is different than firing live ammunition. Yeah. There's, there's, it's just a different feel, but I think it's a useful tool to teach actors what the feeling is of firing real ammunition at targets and seeing what these bullets do and it gives them an understanding and it helps them with their performance honestly yeah yeah Um, how did you get this job by the way (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) god so i've actually been in the film industry for 20 years um no way dude 20 years yeah were you one of those people that got in underage and just lied about your age? No, 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 maybe. blinking. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. I was, I was actually, I was eighteen when I got in. Okay. Um. So yes, if you do the math, I'm thirty-eight. Um. And uh, yeah, I started as a production assistant. Uh, I got fired within two years on a show. Uh, I was doing a lot of reality TV shows and. Um, the last one I did was for the Style Network. It's either Style or E Network. I don't remember now. Um, but I got fired for uh, mouthing off to one of the producers. Shocking, I know. <laughs> um, I just like just told her what I, I just kind of told her what was up, and she didn't <laughs> like that. And all of a sudden, I was getting pulled into the production manager's office, and oh. uh, and they they not only took my security badge, but had me escorted out. <laughs> Oh, wow. I was just like, well, I just told her, I just basically was like, yeah, I'll get to your stuff as soon as I'm done with this whole stack of shit, unless yours is a priority. <laughs> and she just got all huffy and, and stormed off. And then next thing I know, I was in, I was in somebody's office getting thrown out. <laughs> oh, man. It's brutal. So, yeah. So after that, um, I got my EMT credentials, um, got a little volunteer experience as an EMT behind me. Um, did some, uh, yeah, mostly volunteer stuff. Um, I wasn't too experienced, sure. to, you know, um, but then I, I got in as a set medic and I did that for, uh, close to 10 years. Wow. And I absolutely hated it. Um, it was boring and I was miserable and, uh, about the same time I started doing the EMT stuff, uh, I started working with my dad, who's a private investigator <laughs> and licensed private investigator. And as soon as I turned 21, he was like, hey, let's go do some bounty hunting together. <laughs> and so I broke up the the monotony of being a set medic uh, with going to work with my dad as uh, doing fugitive recovery. Yeah. That's amazing. So, yeah, I did that for about 10 years. 
And it was, it was, I got some stories. It was a lot of fun. This is all in California, though, like born and raised California. This is in California. I'm born and raised California, the People's Republic of California. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but then, okay, I want to come back to all this in a second, but I still want to, okay. you're still doing the fugitive recovery. Yeah. And then set medic, but like, how did you get to firearms training and becoming an armor there? Um, okay. So. And TTI. Like, how'd you meet Taryn? Like, I have so many questions. Oh my God. Okay. So, so just, just clarify. I don't, I don't work for TTI. Right. I, I, I am, fr- I'm friends with all those guys. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really, I'm, I think I'm pretty tight with those guys. I don't know. You, you ask them, but, um, <laughs> uh, no, I've actually, uh, I met Taryn. Oh, 16 years ago. I was working at a gun store part-time. But there's another job. Oh, great. There's another job. Oh my God. I, I have like, I've lived five different lifetimes, you know, in, in my very short time here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was working, I was working at a gun store out in Simi Valley and he popped in and I knew who he was. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of fanboyed on him and I was just like, Oh my God, this is Taryn Butler. It's like, you know, world champion shooter. And um, at that point, the, the gun store I was working at, they had just kind of introduced me into competitive shooting. And so like, obviously I was, I was watching all of Taryn's videos on on YouTube and I was like, you know, just fascinated by this whole world, this whole competitive shooting thing. Um, I was 21 working at the gun store, doing the set medic thing, doing the fugitive recovery work all at the same time. Um, my first match shooting competitively, I was using a an HK USP compact. I had one of those. 40. Mm-hmm. And oh, it was, yeah, it was, I mean, it was the only gun I had. It was 21. It was the first pistol I had. So I was like, oh, I love 24. So I'm going to get the Jack Bauer gun. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so yeah, I, that, was, that was like my first intro. It was shooting action pistol, an action pistol match out in Piru. Um, the guys at the gun, the gun store dragged me to. Awesome. Um, yeah. So then I just kept shooting and competing and learning. Um, I trained with a lot of different law enforcement officers, uh, trained with some military guys. Um, and then as I started realizing the set medic thing wasn't for me, um, I was looking around the industry going, what else do I want to do? And I realized I always navigated towards the prop guys who also handle the weapons and realized, Oh, this might be a niche for me. This might be something I could do. Um, so I transitioned out of being a set medic and into doing props. I joined local 44. Um, and then in California to be an armorer, um, uh, you have to have a lot of, um, a lot of extra permits okay. aside from just, you know, knowing your firearms wow. and, knowing how to teach people and how to, how to use them and, and the, all the difference, all the different, uh, aspects of the job. Um, California, you have to have your entertainment firearms permit, which is the easy one to get. Um, you have to be on an FFL Mm. and you have to have what's called the dangerous weapons permit. So in outside of California, you can have your assault weapons, um, but I have to have a special permit to have those. So my dangerous weapons permit <laughs> covers uh, assault weapons, machine guns, SBRs, uh, suppressors, so dangerous. Fi- 50 cal BMG, because that's another 
Uh, in California, they actually banned 50 BMG because it was too concealable. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. I think that's right. Some, if someone wants to correct me on that, the bullet. I'm more than, I'm more than happy. The bullet. I know. The, the bullet is the size of my hand. Yeah. What? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's idiots making gun laws. Please move away. That sounds yeah. Fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, if if I can uh, find a good film industry job outside of the state, I, I would gladly get out. Yeah, yeah. So you did all the work though, and like I'm assuming that was all of you investing in your own self and to get those yeah. permits. And then yeah, it took it actually took me six years Ugh. to get my dangerous weapons permit. Six? Um, yeah. So I was still working as an armor, but I was. Uh, the guns I was using, they were the non-restricted weapons. So it was like I could do pistols, shotguns, and any non-assault style rifle. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I waited very patiently for six years while they dug really deep into my background and uh, finally, I guess, vetted me for it. Um, wow. The other thing I had to have was I had to have a, a, a safe installed in the back of my vehicle. What? Yeah. Yeah. So the, actually the, um, the video that I did for the savior equipment uh -huh. with the bag yeah. that zoom in on my vehicle, if you pause it at some point, you can see this big giant black box in the back of my, my car. Jesus. And that's, it is bolted into my vehicle in six different ways. It's, uh, I have a chain that runs down into the, um, mm -mm. into the frame of the vehicle and it's bolted into the frame. That's so much money. It, yeah, yeah, it was like a $2,000 safe. Oh. Um, luck, luckily, I had friends. Um, I have friends in the film industry who were like, yeah, we'll do that. We'll install that. And so I, I brought my, I was working on Bosch at the time, and I just brought my vehicle around. And uh, the, the Teamsters were like, cool, here's, I brought them the box. They were like, we need this, 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 this and this. I gave them some cash to run to Home Depot, and they had it knocked out in a couple hours. I love that, actually. And, yeah, you next can't day. ever buy another new car ever again. Oh yeah, I mean, I could buy a new car, but I can't. I can't like go trade in this car. Ah. I can't use it as a trade in without like ripping this giant safe out, and then yeah, it's my or car's you toast. Try or you try and be like, this is where I hide the bodies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this, this adds five <laughs> k to the vehicle. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, yeah. So, so I have to run this done. car into the ground. <laughs> So you got all that done and then did you apply like and then like who hires like are you on a I don't even know. So yeah no okay so um I have a lot of questions about how this works so I just totally, No no totally fine totally fine. Um I will try to explain it the best I can. Um <laughs> they make it very confusing. Sure. Um sorry. I'm... You're good. <laughs> you can edit that part out. Um <laughs> I leave most of it. Just there. <laughs> yeah, it's just there. Just there. Um Yes. Okay. So I'm on um, an FFL for the prop house that I rent all of my weapons out of. It's uh, ISS independent studio services out of Sunland, California. And um, they have just like, if you're ever out in California, please hit me up. And I, okay. I want to, I want to take you to this room because okay. it is just also Massive. where they hide the bodies also yes yes there is a back room uh they call it their shooting range but i'm pretty sure that <laughs> no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding no <clears throat> um but yeah that's it they it, every, pretty much every gun that you've ever seen in a in a movie uh is there Holy cow. 
I mean, anything from like, uh, you can look at the Clint Eastwood guns, you, like everything is there. It's in stock and they have it to look at, Wow. you know, like anything, like if you have a favorite, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite movie with some guns in it that are fucking cool? Wow. Like, Probably like the Patriot. Those are like old school. Yeah. They're in the back. Yeah. They're in the back. Yeah. I don't even Clint Eastwood though. And John Wayne. Yeah. Cool, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, yeah. They have like the John, they have all the John Wick guns in there. Of course. Um, yeah. So. It's Hi. it's kind of. I have the Benelli, and then I've got the Genesis on the way. We're good. Oh, I'm oh. so jealous! I want that Genesis. <laughs> I'm excited. Just wait I'm... till you see the colors that I went with. <sighs> oh, oh, I'm I'm still financially recovering from my Sand Viper purchase. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. those are. But, so nice. oh, oh God, I love that gun. So I actually have it sitting in front of me because it's just it's just like. Well, I'm cheating too, but I mean, like, I, my Nighthawk's here. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's see. Hold on. Let's see, I haven't actually have it in my savior bag. Okay, it's just, I just keep it close. I'm just to yeah. look at. Oh, like that's the clock. <laughs> the clock. No, we don't Oops. want that guy. No. I mean, that one's still cool too. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't knock the Glock. It's, once it's, you it's, go, it's, once you go to a 2011, it's really hard though to go back to these polymer frame guns. I'll say that. It, it is, but at the same time, it's like my my Glock that I still use is yeah. um it's a Combat Master. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, this is. I mean, I like the sight block on that too. Oh, it's so just. I get it. Oh. I get it. Oh. <laughs> I get it. It's my favorite uh, gun, hands down, and and it uh, it's always an eye turner competitions and stuff too. It's really sure it's fun. People, I, I walk by, they're like, "Oh, is that the sand viper?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Oh, can I shoot that?" I'm like, "Yeah, come hang out after the match." <laughs> We've digressed. Yeah. We've digressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. So, no, no. <laughs> so the <laughs> FFL ISS is where like all the guns are stored and you rent. Yeah, yeah. They help me uh, apply for all my permits. Um, but unfortunately, like once it's mailed off to the lovely city of Sacramento, uh, it just falls into a black void. Mm. And um, normally the average wait time for my dangerous weapons permit should have been about two to three years. Um, yeah, two to three years. I waited six. Mm. Um, and I waited six because I had a uh, my first background investigator, I guess, took all the applications and just stuck them in a drawer somewhere wow yeah california. because yeah yay california wow. um so i finally three years later get a phone call and he's got a new investigator now and he's like let's process all of this and at that time i had to fly to hawaii go do a show so i had to postpone uh my interview because they have to come and interview you and and they have to interview your neighbors your your spouse your kids but your family like you said, you're still working and able to be on the set and be the armor. You just can't handle some of the yes, the yeah. So concealable fifty cal and the <laughs> guns. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, the super concealable, you know, six foot uh, sure. Barretts. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like so, the studio hires you as an armor. Yeah, so. yeah. And so a lot of the time, what would happen is I would I would be an additional armor on shows, and so the guy that had the dangerous weapons permit, I would just work under him. You know, I could, and I could still work and do all the stuff. I could still handle the weapons. I just couldn't, like, have them. I couldn't take them from the prop house. Right. right. Um, so I could still do the job. Um, but I wasn't able to, like, run machine guns and all those other dangerous weapons uh, until I had my own permit. So are most of these shows and stuff, they're using blanks, or is it all just kind of, like, dry fire and then all in post, you know? Um, you know, it's... 
So a lot of gun, a lot of shows now, I would say since Rust, mm-hmm. uh, have gone towards airsoft guns, uh-huh. which is it's a bummer. Yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah. Um, before the shutdown happened, I was doing a cop show, and um, I was really pushing to get them to use real guns and do blanks, and because it's like it's a cop show, and it was supposed to be like this real gritty. Um, they they wanted uh like live PD type show. Like, right. You know, if you're familiar with that show, yeah. They wanted like a scripted live PD, and I was like, yes, this is how we do it. You got to use real guns. We got to use blanks. We got to you know, like we got to really you got to go for it. And I pushed so hard. Um, they were getting so sick of me that I almost got fired. Uh, um, and my, my boss calls me, he goes, Hey man, maybe pump the brakes on the gun stuff. Uh, I was like, Oh, that's your job, okay. your dream. It's my job. Yeah. And it's like, I want to, I want to make things look as real as possible. And do you, do you think that the airsoft replicas are, I mean, even like passable, I, I don't want to even think about that, but I mean, do you think that they're going to show up on screen for gun owners to be like, eh? Um, it really depends. Um, so I was very careful with the guns that I chose for this last show. Yeah. Um, and I, I wanted to make sure that I got at least as close to the real thing as I could. Sure. Um, and, uh, I think, you know, for the stuff that we did use, um, we actually, I got a, um, an airsoft version of a Glock 17 combat master into the show. <laughs> and uh, it's like, it's an aftermarket slide that I had to have put on to an airsoft Glock. Jesus. And then I had to bring it over to Terrans and I had to have their guys stipple the frame because they don't come stipple. Right. Um, and then they don't make airsoft uh, base pads for the, for the Glocks. So I had, uh, I took an airsoft magazine. I wish I had it with me. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I, I'll have, I'll send you pictures later. Yeah, yeah. I have it actually. It's downstairs. It's in the garage. Um, but yeah, I had to uh, sit there and on at TTI, and I sat there on their belt sander for about three hours, yes. grinding material off of this magazine just to get uh, a base pad to fit. You know, just like one of these. You only guys. have to do one gun and one base pad. That was all I had time for, and that's all I had the patience for. Yeah, in, rea- in, in reality, uh, yeah, one is none in in yeah. our business. Yeah, hundred um, yeah. percent. But fuck, I couldn't. St- I, and it was like I don't want to sit here for another three hours trying to machine this crap. Right. Um. So ended up uh, not even getting to the point where we had to fire it yet because we got shut down. Sure. Uh, we only had one scene where there was actually uh, any uh, gunfire. Um, well, gunfire. Right, right. And it was uh, it was an airsoft gun. It actually it ended up working out because it was cold, <laughs> and so the gun like pushed out a lot of like extra smoke, and it was oh, really cool. it was like um, I was keeping the mags hot, so it was it was yeah. it, it made it actually look good. Cool. Um, but yeah, that was my my big thing is like I was really. I, I was really pressing them on on trying to keep things real. Um, oh, and then the other thing I had to do with that uh, combat master is I had to I had to paint it <laughs> because the barrel on the airsoft version um, orange. It's like well, no, not not only that. Here, I'll show, I'll show this is the real one. Um, but the barrel on the airsoft version is like this fluorescent gold <laughs> color, 
And uh, not only that, yeah, the orange tip you have to like take off and everything. Right. Um, but that was that wasn't a big deal. It was it was the painting and like matching it and the the laser engraving on on TTI's logo and and the Comic Master. It's all it's like white white. So I'm sitting there. I'm like on the back of the truck, just like painting it and trying to knock down all these colors to make it look good. And I did that for two of them. And then, yeah. And then I installed the, uh, I had put RMRs on it, on this gun. I made it look fucking (laughs) sick. Yeah. Yeah. I made it look as good as I could. Um, and luckily I, uh, I bought knockoff RMRs cause I wasn't going to spend, they weren't going to give me the money to spend, um, you know, 400 bucks uh, on an RMR. Yeah. And so I just, I bought some knockoff ones that looked good. But, so can you talk about some of the sets that you've worked on or like some of your like favorite actors that you have gotten to work with? Or I don't even know if you can talk about that. So, um, yeah, no, I can, I can talk about it. Um, I mean, I can't talk about stuff that's not released. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, no, um, I would say my favorite show that I've worked on is Bosch. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that show. It's on Amazon prime. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I've been on that show. I've actually been working there for three years. And uh, it's it's not like a big woo show, but man, it's it's definitely the most fun uh, as far as cast goes. Uh, Titus is an amazing person. Oh. He's a big gun guy, which is awesome. You know, we just we sit it's there. And we fun, just, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and um, uh, we I worked on the we did the second season of Legacy, and uh, he's got a new gun, um, but I can't talk about that yet um but it was cool because i got to like i get to uh, when i first started on the show uh i got to bring titus out uh over to Terrence and we got to shoot and introduced him to uh, uh to Taryn and tatiana and yep. tatiana ended up getting on the show because of that and uh, i was gonna ask you that too have you ever been on the on the shows ever uh you've been like an extra <laughs> i've been an extra yeah i've been an extra um God, uh, doesn't happen too often because I really don't like to. Um, but I ended up being an extra one back when I was on Twenty Four. I was working on Twenty Four. Oh, cool! That's why you're a big yeah. fan too. They put you on the show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because I was I was a fan of the show before I even started working on it. Right. Um, I, I started working on it at the end of season five. Um, but yeah, they threw me in. I think it was like season seven. Um, because there was like this scene where, um, an actor is supposed to get carted away, uh, by paramedics and the background paramedics that they had hired put on the resume that they were real paramedics, real EMTs. You get there, they don't know how to work the gurney. They lied. So yeah, they lied. They full on lied. And so they called me over. The first AD calls me over. She's like, can you show these guys how to use the gurney? I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. I was like, showing them, it's like, okay, here's the lever. You have to lift, and then like, it goes like this. And I have to do it that way. Okay, cool. So we spent, we spent like 20 minutes on this thing. You know, okay, so we're good. We're up. We're running. We're rolling. And then as soon as they're going, like, mind you, it's an actor that's on this gurney. Right. And they go for it, and they slam the actor into the back of the ambulance uh... on the gurney. They just go, wham! And it's just like, cut, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> so they called me back over. And eventually it just got to the point where uh, the first AD was like, okay, go to wardrobe. Just have them put you in, in a paramedic uniform. <laughs> Let's go. 
And so I got ushered off to to wardrobe. I got put through uh, hair, makeup, and um, yeah. Do you have a screen grab of you? Oh, oh, I'm gonna find this. I'm gonna find this. (laughs) Uh, I I don't know if I have a screen grab. Uh, I definitely took a selfie Uh uh, of me and my my paramedic uniform. But yeah, so I end up loading the actor in jumping in the back of the ambulance and then Kiefer jumps in behind me. <laughs> and then, so then like a couple weeks later, we have to match the same thing. So they have to put me back into this uniform awesome. and then cut my hair again and you know, do the whole thing. Awesome. And I have to match it coming out of it. It was, it was fun. And it was, um, uh, it you was get cool. paid extra for that. Um, I did not get paid because, <laughs> uh, but I did get, uh, two SAG vouchers. Hmm. So like one more SAG voucher and I'm eligible. That's pretty but, cool. Actually. Yeah, so, um, that's really cool. yeah, not that I would ever join SAG. I, I have, I know, but that's neat, but it's fun. Yeah. And it is, it's, I get to say that I, Oh know, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. So, yeah, so that was actually a fun transition. Cause I do want to go into the EMT world. Is there anything you want to leave behind in that world before you move on to talking about like medical stuff? Oh God, as far as like experiences or anything that you want to leave with, you know, becoming an armor or maybe working in Hollywood or anything like that. We just kind of left out. Um, as far as like being an EMT, it, it, it served me like my, my education has served me a lot. Um, you know, it, it definitely helps when I'm, when I'm instructing, I can be like, look, you know, it's, here's my med kit. I do know how to use it. I've forgotten a lot of my EMT stuff, but I know, I remember all the life-saving stuff, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, cause it's, those are, it's, it's like shooting. It's a perishable skill. For sure. Um, you know, so it's, if you don't keep up on it then you lose it. So, you know, I think basically what I want to get into with this is what is some like basic kit stuff that shooters, gun owners, people that travel, especially like by themselves should have maybe in their car, in their range bag, or even on their body and, and know how to use, not just have it. Yeah. That's the big thing, right. Is, is actually training and knowing how to use it. Um, so I, I always suggest if they're going to keep a little first aid kit on their belt. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of, a lot of trainers, me, myself, I, I carry on my the back of my belt. I have a little first aid kit. It's got quick clot. It's got compression bandage. Um, it's, it's got like all of your little essentials and I have a separate tourniquet. Yep. Um, it's so important to know how to use that stuff though. Cause if, if the first time you have to use a tourniquet is when somebody's bleeding out in front of you, that's not the time to learn. Yep. Um, take it out of, take it out of your pouch, figure out how it works, you know, figure out how that strap goes. I've seen so many guys that have tourniquets that have the little Velcro covering the front of your tourniquet. And I've looked at them like, have you ever practiced with this? And they're like, what? It's like, yeah, because if you take that out, that's one extra step. Cause now you've got to pull that tab away from, all of the rest of it to actually open it, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I, I leave, I was like, I can't tell you how people have showed, like mm-hmm. just pull the tab, fold it open. So it's like sticking out a little bit. It's like a little flag now, yep. but that's, it's like little things like that. And I, I, like, I constantly hammer on people. I'm like, just train with this stuff, take it out, look yep. at it, figure out what it is. Yep. Um, on the tourniquet side, I have two, like one piece of advice that I had was like, I, I bought two, um, but also have like a training one. So like, yeah, that way you're not having like use something that mm-hmm. you might want to use. So it's like, you yeah, have really one that you can put to work. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. I have a couple of them and I've, I've always just kind of, I mean, I've used them in the, in the past, so I, I yeah. know how they, how they work. Um, That's fun. But uh, yeah. <laughs> 
in the um, fugitive recovery job or in the uh in the EMT job actually. Um I, I used it I <laughs> God, about 2010, there was a train wreck. Um it was a big train wreck, head-on train wreck. Um that I I was actually when I was working on 24, but um my mom, who's a nurse, she calls me, she goes, Grab your kit, we're gonna go help. Oh, wow. And so her and I uh did triage on that train wreck for about 11 hours. What? How old were you? Uh, God, I got to do the math. I was uh, 24. Yeah, no, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, I, I definitely needed some therapy after that. I saw some, I saw some shit there. Yep. That <laughs> was bad. Yeah. Um, basically, what had happened was a, uh, um, a freight train hit a passenger train. And the passenger train was pushing. So the engine was in the back and all the passenger cars were in the front. So when we got there, it looked like it was split open like a banana. It was just banana peel. And it was derailed. It was on the side. And we were pulling people from the front cars, missing limbs. They were bleeding out. Um, Yeah, it was it was rough. Um, I had I had one lady that was further back that was pregnant. Uh, and I was triaging her. I had her in the green zone and, um, I was just talking to her, taking her vitals, making sure she was okay, checking her eyes. And, um, I looked down, she's sitting, she's sitting in a plastic chair and, um, I looked down and I see water. I see liquid. And I was oh. like, oh, great. <laughs> yep. Here we go. So I, I move her, I move her into, into a different zone and I, I grabbed one of the paramedics and I was like, I was like, you got a helicopter coming, right? And they're like, yeah, we got helicopters coming right now. I was like, you get her on this next one right now. And I tell, and I, I show, I show them that she's leaking fluid, Yeah, you know, and she's, I think she was like six, seven months pregnant at the time. Oh no. And, um, so yeah, chopper lands. I helped load her into the chopper. Um, and she took off. I don't know what happened after that. Okay. You don't know. I can't, I can't imagine the closure you don't get. I have a couple of friends um, in Tallahassee. A lot of them, they're all like law enforcement or EMS services. And yeah, a lot of them that were EMTs, like they, they've been to a shooting before at a yoga studio and they've seen kids, you know, yeah. and how to deliver a baby before and all that. Yeah. But they don't know what happens after. That's the hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it sucks. Yeah. I had a lot of people, there's a few people in that just one incident where I was like, I don't know. I, I hope they made it. I hope, you know, that one lady, I hope her baby's okay. And, yeah. you know, I hope she survived. I hope the baby survived. Um, you know, that was, that was the first time I had experienced uh, death yeah. in front of me as well. Yeah. I had somebody, uh, I had somebody with a full amputation um, below the knee and um, they had uh, a complete laceration from the top of their hip down to their knee, their other knee, mm-hmm. the one they still had. And, um, I was assisting, we were doing CPR and trying to control bleeding. Um, and I remember looking down as we were trying to attach, uh, the leads for the defibrillator. Um, I watched the, it was like, she was like pouring blood and all of a sudden I watched the blood stop. Oh, and I was like, Oh fuck. Like that was, that was real. Like that, that's stuff that like stuck with me, you know? And that was, that was years ago, and it's still like yeah, it's still there. Something that's burned into your brain. I had that on the the car accident where the kid died on Thanksgiving last year. Oh my god, that's awful. I mean, but that oh. stuff. 
and that stuff was i'm not an emt i didn't get called there i was driving home and i was in mississippi far from tennessee you know i I was first person to pull over and call 911 and the car was so smashed and upside down none of us could even open the door there's it took jaws of life but the kid had already died like his neck was sideways but what i think about that is like the gun stuff's really great and important sure and like we're all passionate about that the medical side of stuff i don't think there's just enough open access and like resources to some of it either is like i've done the american cross training which no offense is absolute dog shit like it's it doesn't you doesn't train you they they do what they can and so like when i was doing like instructor credentials for firearm stuff it was like i want to do first aid cpr all of like the tools i can but there's just not enough people putting on those classes i mean do you know of any people that travel and and teach like medical stuff in the firearms I, in the firearms world, um, I really don't, unfortunately. It's something that is lacking, I feel yeah. like. Um, and I don't feel like at this point that I would be qualified to do something like that. I'm, it's so far behind me that I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel qualified. Right. No, I know. I know. get it. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel qualified to teach firearms because I'm, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm just <clears throat> syndrome, but I am on the basic level, but there is that like, um, we, yeah, we, yeah. Oh, we've talked about this too. You yep. and I have talked about this. I, I I have terrible imposter syndrome. I have days where I wake up, yep. I'm getting ready to go teach a class. And I'm like, I don't deserve to do this. What? Who the fuck am I to teach people? Yeah, I'm how not to a shoot? DM level shooter. No, <laughs> no. I'm 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 an A. I'm an A level shooter. Same. But same, you know. And um, don't look at my my limited score because I'm still a C because I haven't shot limited in ten years. <laughs> And I just kind of like gave it up. stack once and forgot to load the mags before the class fire stages. Oh. So there was one where I shot two and I was like, right, right, right. And then like the next mag had like four rounds. And I'm like, cool. And then <laughs> it was just, I can't, it was you really know what? <laughs> I've done that. Yeah. I've done that. I was like all jazz. I had my stage plan all ready to go. Buzzer goes off, <laughs> you know, I'm firing. And, and then I go to load my first mag and I was like, this feels really light. <laughs> It's not funny, but it's and I, it's yeah. And I was like, that felt really light as it's going in, and I go bam, 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 click, and like slide lock. I was like, oh, that was a bad day. I shot bag. oh yeah, one match in the rain, all class fire match, <clears throat> three people on my squad, and so we were trying to shoot, reset, score, our like all that in a group, and then it just it wasn't in me, and I'm like, you know what, this whole. Oh. <laughs> Thing's not worth it. Oh, really God. Fun. That's yeah. awful. But um, yeah, I mean, like just the instructing side is hard, but I still think like even at the basic level, it's like I think I personally think that, that the people I know that shoot like really just don't even have a clue. I mean, I carry yeah. enough medical kit for four people for me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. For me, I have a backpack, I have an individual, yeah. I have another one strapped to my truck, and like I have yep. so many things, but I'm like, yep. what are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and I have, yeah, I always keep a first aid kit in my car. And um, part of my, my spiel when I start my class is always like, you know, here's the medical kit. I have one on me. If something happens to me, there's one in the car. Right. You know, you know, I, I point, I appoint certain people to do different jobs. Yep. You know, I'm like, here's what's going to happen. If, you know, something happens, you know, somebody gets shot, yep. you're going to, they're going to do this. This person's going to do this. This person's going to run down to the road and, and grab the, um, and grab the phone. Yep. You know, which is like, you know, 50 feet. Um, I do the same thing. That <laughs> no, way not everybody's trying to do all the things. and it's, Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like everyone's got a yeah. job. If something happens, I always like, yeah. here's my emergency action plan. Like, cool. Now that we got that out of the way, <laughs> let's talk about safety and then we can have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that that's valuable. And like the tools and the tool belt is, is having that as well. Um, yeah. 
Which, okay, so EMT was part of your job, too, but how? Fugitive recovery agent? Like, yeah. um, and you're a young kid, right? So I think about, like, how young you were doing Young that. kid? Oh, yeah, you yeah. were. You were in your 20s. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was yeah, 21 when I started. That's a child. You can't take yeah. that on ass people. Like, did you run around with a gun? Yeah. Yeah. And, and your dad's like, this is fine. Like, yeah, we had a fucking great time. <laughs> so what does that look like? How do you get a job order? And then where do you start in hunting someone down? Oh, my God. Okay, so my dad, um, my dad's been a PI for... <laughs> Please don't oh, look God. it up later. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I've already done that. Don't worry. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've sure. ran, I have my dad run a full background on you already. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now my dad's been uh, doing it since. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna mess this up. I think '98. Oh wow. Um, six. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was I was a little kid too, and I was um, I did my first job with him actually when I was 14. Uh, um, uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. I did an undercover. I did an undercover surveillance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went in with a backpack and a little hidden camera and um what he sent his kid yeah. in oh my yeah. god i want to meet yeah. your dad <laughs> <laughs> my dad my dad's a cool guy my dad's a cool guy you probably really like him um yeah um but yeah he sent me in uh to do this undercover surveillance uh because it was a it was a slander case and so my job was basically to get these people to talk shit about this other company mm-hmm. and just and just disparage them and and I I got it. I just like, just, I like led them into it and just like, and totally got everything that they, that my dad's client needed, um, to win their case. Um, Idiots. yeah. Um, but it was kind of, it was funny cause it was, uh, I was 14. So that was 99. No, no. I don't remember. I'm, I can't do math. That's okay. I can't do math. It's, uh, yeah. Um, no, 14. I was in, I was a, was a freshman in high school. It was 2000. Like 2001? Yeah, 2000, 2001, somewhere around there. So the technology back then was a little primitive. Yeah. Um, so I had a pager camera, which was about this. The pager, actually, the pager was probably about that big. And it was clipped onto my belt. And it was, I had a wire running under my pant line into my backpack. Through the backpack was the giant video recorder. Oh, wow. So I'm like lugging this big giant. Did you try again? It's your fucking Apple watches, man. (laughs) They hear you. (laughs) Yeah, they do. Swear to God, they're always listening. Um, Technology was there, but not really, but it was. Yeah, it was kind of there. It was like kind of like on the verge but yeah so i was lugging around this giant video recorder inside my backpack and trying to get these people to you know open up about how much they hated this other company and how bad they were blah blah blah, blah. i got it to work and yeah and so that was yeah i was 14 when i did my first case with my dad and um i was 21 when i started uh carrying a firearm working with him um but i did one job with him before i could legally carry a gun so I wasn't carrying a gun, which is a little oh. sketchy. Yeah. Um, I had a taser. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and at that point, I didn't even, um, that was all I had. I had a taser and handcuffs and my bulletproof vest. <laughs> and that was it. Because at the time, I didn't have any certifications for anything else. Right. Have yeah. you been shot at when you were doing that stuff? Uh, no, I've never been shot at. I've never That's been good. shot at. That's good. Uh, I pull, I pulled my weapon a bunch of times. Um, never, never had the intention of using it. It was more for, 
uh, house clearing and trying to, you know, gotcha. just do the job. Um, but no, never, never been shot at uh, intentionally. Were you um, successful in this career? Yeah, we had a lot of fun. We got a lot of people. That's what I'm saying. It's like, how do you yeah. find them? Like, okay, those days too wasn't as much as like it's so easy now to track. It's so easy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah, easy. yeah. Like oh, okay. I'm looking, and that's it's funny because now my I think my dad he'd probably get mad at me if I give away any secrets, but um, social media is is a big factor for sure. Yeah. Because yeah. um, people are, are dumb. So dumb. And they're just like, oh, I just checked in here. Okay, stupid. <laughs> I'll see you yeah. in a minute. Yep. Yeah. I think about that um, now, not that like I'm at that level, but just like after I leave a place is when I post about like what I got to go do or even if I'm like yeah. oh, I'm there, but it's like I've already left because I know yeah. people are watching and like would probably, yeah, make yeah. it a target. Sure. Like it doesn't matter Absolutely. if it's your house, if it's like a restaurant, if it's like a store, it's like just post about mm-hmm. it, you know, when you're leaving, when you're done. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Simple. But even still, it's like people can yeah. do that. And it's like, oh, now I have an idea of where you're at. Sure. And that sure. all of that different stuff will help establish a pattern sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my dad is uh, he's he's been doing it for a really long time. He's, he's really good at it. <laughs> he's got all his different databases and stuff like that. Um, it's come in handy a lot because I'll be like, hey, dad, can you uh, can you look up this guy? Oh, my God. Like, like, you know, if I'm, if I'm selling something, you know, if I, somebody's buying something off of marketplace or something, I'm like, Hey dad, this, this is his name. This is what he looks like. Can you just like, make sure he's not a fucking creep and I don't have to shoot somebody uh-huh. like, you know? Yeah. Does, so do you know, or do you work with Tony McBride's dad? Tony McBride. Oh, uh, no, I don't. I, I know Tony. Um, he's, I mean, he's in Hollywood and he's an actor. I was just curious if your paths ever crossed, especially because I mean, hey, what's his name? I mean, maybe you have. I, I know I so many fucking people. I should know, but he's an actor. He does oh, more like I didn't mean lo- to put you on the spot. I know, I should know the name. <laughs> I can't I'm so sorry, Tony. But I see all of her posts, you know, with him, um, yeah, working and stuff. I thought that was kind of cool. It's very possible. Um, <laughs> it's very possible. I know you should I'm... know. You literally live there and you go to Terrence. <laughs> all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> But I did want to ask this because like, we keep bringing up like California, like carrying a gun, being able to have the permits and stuff. But like for the average person, I, I don't even know it anymore at all because I just don't care. Yeah. What does the average person have to do to get to carry a gun, whether it's concealed or even own a gun and not even have to be able to carry? Like what? I don't know what California's rules are. I know they're oh, there's so many. There's so many and they keep changing. Mm-hmm. Um, Tackle that one. Yeah. Oh God. How long? Disclaimer. Yeah. It's like disclaimer too. Is like he's not a lawyer, but let's talk about like if you live in California, this is what it looks like. Yeah. I'm not giving legal advice. No. Um, Okay. So in order to own a firearm in California, you have to take a uh, firearm safety test, um, which is it's so so easy. Literally, like if you can dress yourself without assistance. Uh, you can pass this test. It's like, it's questions like, which way does the muscle go? It's like, do you point it at your face? You know? Yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's bonehead, stupid stuff like that. Like if, if you fail this test, like. Then good. Then good. Yeah. Thank, you, should, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, you should probably go back to elementary school and, and just like to start over. Um, so you have to have that. It's, it's good for uh, five or six years or something. I'd have to look. Okay. Um, and then you just have to like retake the test. Um, I have mine. I don't know if I still need it anymore because of everything else that I have. I'm talking about a regular human. So they have to Re- take a class. 
or they they take the the test. They, they take pass. a test. Yes, they take the test. They get yeah. Then then what's next? Uh, after that, usually they take this test at the FFL, whatever gun store you're at. Okay. They'll give you the test right there. They'll administer it. They'll grade it, and they'll print out a card for you right there. A card. Um, yeah, it's a little. Let's see if I still have mine. It's probably old as shit. Is it but... a permit or is it just saying like you've passed a class? It is firearms. I don't know. Well, you can see that. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's. I had to laminate it because otherwise it would just fall apart in my wallet. Of course, because why would the government pay for laminated cards? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my CCW is laminated, but so that's, that's 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 the separate next step I want to get to. But so they get yeah. that that card now. They can go buy what pistol? Now, now they can buy. Yeah. That's that is for but California uh, compliant. Yes, our California compliant <laughs> right, guns, right. Which means uh, up until recently, you had to have um, to get on this California safe handgun roster. They had to have three things: they had to have a magazine disconnect, a loaded chamber indicator, and micro stamping. Oh, yeah, yeah. What micro stamping. Micro? Yeah. So micro stamping was this horrific technology that they thought would be life-saving. Um, basically what it was supposed to do is it's supposed to have individualized numbers, micro, like microscopically printed on the tip of a firing pin. And it would hit the fire, it would hit the primer right. and it would leave that number pressed in no. on the primer. Now, it's not feasible. It doesn't work. No. And so that actually recently got thrown out. Um, but we still have uh, magazine disconnects and loaded chamber indicators. So like on. So you, you can't buy guns that are. I mean, I know like they make California client firearms, um, but these manufacturers, it's on the manufacturer to make these guns. Yes. And there's like a whole different thing. So like on my my Smith & Wesson shield, um, it's got this thing on top. I see that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. You, your guys probably don't look like your guys' shields don't look like that. It okay. says "loaded when up." What? Yeah. So when there's a round in there, oh my god, it looks like that. <laughs> I do. So, a little like red yeah, lever. Little red lever. Yeah. Wow. So that's what <gasps> that's what it has to have, and also pull weapon. No clicking. Can't dry fire it. <laughs> nope, can't do dry fires. Disconnect. Yeah, magazine disconnect. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, um I live here still. Okay, so California. Hey, yeah. I I mean the film industry, it's kinda I know. Oof, I know. Atlanta. Mm, yeah, it's yeah. Atlanta. Um it's <laughs> now how does someone, average Joe, going back to them, get the concealed or carry permit or whatever for California? Um, it is since the uh Bruin decision, right? Bruin? Um, it's gotten, it's gotten a lot easier, um, in a lot of counties, LA County used to be literally impossible to get a CCW, um, because they were a, uh, they were a May, May issue. They were a May issue County. Okay. And you basically had to be contributing to the mayor's campaign in order to get a CCW. You had to be a celebrity. You had to be, yeah, you had to be like top tier. You couldn't be an average person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Insane. Um, but if you went literally 20 minutes away and you went into like Ventura County, <laughs> Ventura County is a is a shell issue. Wait, but but are you talking about like applying or living? Like, could you live in a different county and then just drive to the different county? 
Yeah, yeah, my my CCW is good statewide. Yeah. That so, so it just makes people drive. To, it just makes people drive. You have to you have to show residence in oh. Ventura County. Okay. So you, you so you would have to be a resident of Ventura County, apply right. in Ventura County. Okay. Yeah, but now that's it's different now. Um, we have a much uh, a much more friendly sheriff in LA County. Um, and then uh, so actually when I when I originally applied, you still had to have a good cause. Like you had to, you had to, in my application, I had to, I had to say, wow, I can't talk. Um, I had to type in a good cause statement. Yeah. And it was, I mean, that's easy for me. I'm I'm an armor and I transport machine guns for a living. But the average person's not even going to know how to write that or what, what is. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So after the Bruin decision, that, um, that whole good cause statement got thrown out. So now you just have to be um, just a, a, a sane human being. (laughs) <laughs> you know, now, now you just have to, you know, you just have to be able to not be a complete whack job. So um, you still get your fingerprint, your photograph, your background check. And then it's, it, it this is county, any county? This is any, um, some counties are trying may. to make it more difficult. I think everybody has to be a shell issue. Like, um, our, our wonderful California governor, uh, who's been fighting all of this tooth and nail, um, came out and was like, well, I guess we have to give them all CCWs now. <laughs> you know, and, um, he's, Newsom. Mm-hmm. Mm. We don't have to go into that, but I mean, okay. So, um, but now it's better. Yeah. Yeah. So it's gotten, it's gotten a little easier for us, even though they're still trying to find ways to, to, you know, hang us up. Yeah. Um, LA County. Now you just, you apply, you pay your fees. Um, they do the background check. They come in. You do an interview. Uh, I interviewed with the sheriff detective. Huh. Um, it was no big deal. It was fine. We sitting there just chatting and laughing it's the whole extra, time. It's an extra step for average in America. Yeah, it's it's a lot of extra steps. It took me. Um, I think it took about a year and three months nope. to get my CCW. No. Nope. Yeah, and it's it's good for two years, and then I have to. Huh. Yeah, then I have to re, uh, renew it. Crazy. Crazy. Well, it won't. It won't take that kind of right. The length. I, I mean, but I'm just yeah. like mine. Tennessee is yeah. eight years. I don't remember how. Florida is like seven, maybe. I don't remember. That's how long your permits are good for. I'm saying, and then the renewal stuff. It, it's so bad in Tennessee where it's like if you go eight years with it expired, as long as you like pay your dues or whatever to renew at some point during that whole eight years of expiration, they're like, yeah, you're good. You can do a lifetime one if you want. Like they just they want their money. Oh my God, that's insane! That's why when you said two, I'm like, that's also insane. But I mean, honey, we're leaving like, California. <laughs> I've been trying to tell you that for a long time here. You know, I mean, and and the hard part of of what I struggle with is like, I don't want these steps where like Florida, you had to take a class and not even take class. It was like you had to the statute read you had a live fire in front of a certified instructor, which mm-hmm. their certifications in the statutes of Florida was like an NRA instructor, a law enforcement person, military personnel, whatever. And so like, even mm-hmm. your buddy could be a law enforcement officer, watch you live fire on a range, tell you nothing about concealed carry permit law at all, sign your little certificate and like you're on your way. And yeah. then the gun world in Florida, they would have people come into an FFL and shoot into a water bucket with a 22 one time, not even load the gun, not even show safe gun handling, not even understand the gun. Just they would load it, hand it to them and tell them to shoot into a bucket, shoot into what a wall. Prove? What does Correct. that prove? 
but it fulfilled the statute that said, you know, live, live fire in front of an instructor. It didn't say qualification, didn't say yardage, didn't say how many, didn't say yeah. caliber. So I'm going yeah. on and on about this because I am all for the Second Amendment and freedom. So it's not that I want those restrictive processes or the ones yeah. that are there and they're like kind of skirted around. I just want yeah. people to think about like, why are you driving a car without knowledge of how to drive it? Why are you yeah. having a gun without the knowledge of you? a gun? Yeah. Like it's that's oh yeah. And and certain counties will have different uh regulations as far as the training requirements. But I, LA, I hate that still, but I want people to do it of their but own. But I want people to train exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. And like <laughs> yeah. So I have my my CCWs through LA County. Yeah. LA County's uh training is a joke. Yeah. I showed up and like, cause I, I had a, I have a friend who's a CCW instructor. He was like, yeah, I'll get you in. And, um, literally like I, I got the email saying that I was approved. I have to get, you have to get an email from the sheriff that says you are approved to go to train. Yeah. So I got that email. I called my friend and said, Hey, can you get me in tomorrow? <laughs> and he goes, he goes, actually, yeah, I have a class. I have, I have a free spot. And so I got in the next day. And that was like literally the only reason I got it in a, a year and four months is because I was like, wow, just hammering away. But so I show up, I have all, I have all my guns that I'm going to be putting on my permit. I have all my different holsters. I have all my extra magazines. I have everything like ready to go and prepped. And he looks at all my stuff. And he goes, Oh yeah, you don't need holsters. Huh? I was like, what, what do you mean? I don't need holsters. This is a concealed carry class, right? He goes, yeah, LA County doesn't require you to actually draw from a holster. You're gonna be uh, you're gonna be picking everything up from the table and loading and unloading. I was like, no, oh my god! And then no. just like the accuracy that you needed to have, mm -hmm. was scary. Of yeah, yeah, like, it was literally, it was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The silhouette was this big, was this big across, and it like you had to get it within like his shoulder parameter. Like it's not, it's so, not good. Yeah, no, and. And the people that were with me that were taking this class, yeah, I really hope they get more training because <laughs> there was people missing. There was people missing these giant ass silhouettes. No, I know. <laughs> I I don't want to laugh because it's such. It's so bad. It's so bad, and I can harp on this forever. Yeah. But, but the people. So this is why. This is what checks me on the imposter syndrome. Is that I've not passed everyone that have taken my classes and in Florida. Like I required people to be with me for eight hours because if I'm tied to you and I'm signing something and my name was on that, it's like you're gonna know the law. You're gonna be drunk. Yeah. You're gonna be shooting nine mil minimum. Fuck yeah. Not yeah. Not twenty two. Not twenty two. But, yeah. but there are instructors out there that are like, I just want you to show up. I'm gonna get keep you for thirty minutes. Um, you're gonna shoot one round of twenty two into a wall, into a water bucket at a gun show in a hotel. Oh. Like, and that's a thing. And then they sign what? off on it and they're, they're sleeping at night. They're sleeping at night, but that's it. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I could never. So yeah. Normal. Like that's never. how my friend Malin, she's like, yeah, I just shot into a wall or something like one time with a revolver 22 and just one round didn't load the gun. Didn't even get to grip. Just, yeah. I'm like, that's yeah. it. And then she got a permit, which I'm yeah. glad she has. Cause she, yeah. she shoots and she's, she's taught my gals day. She's great. But it's like, that's amazing. Those aren't the people I'm worried about. <laughs> exactly yeah and that was the same thing when i took this class with my friend uh he was like i'm not worried about you he's like i know you can shoot i know you can draw from concealment he's right. like but this is this is all that is required yeah and i was just fucking blown away yeah that you could just sign off on somebody who literally i think i fired 50 rounds that day <laughs> the entire class 50 <laughs> rounds <laughs> i know i do that 
that's on Tennessee. a single yeah that's i do it on a single stage in a match <laughs> well, so that's tennessee's requirement is 50 shots and it's just different distances it's not much but it's a huge target oh, yeah huge Four target five. three what? yards three <laughs> yeah, to seven yards and i'm three, just like fuck seven and like 11 i can't i haven't taught that class yeah. in like a year now but it's like yeah. 50 rounds yeah 50 rounds yeah. that's it you're good. Standing still. Don't move. Yeah, standing yeah, still. No don't move. Yeah, no yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it could be yeah. a 22. You can shoot a 22 in this class. I don't really understand that, but okay. Maybe yeah. an airsoft. An airsoft technically puts holes oh in paper. Yeah, puts Think holes in paper. Sure, yeah. Great. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I will leave that oh. alone. Is there anything else you want to talk about with the California... I was trying to help Californians that listen to this podcast, if there's anything else like... Oh, there's no help for us. <laughs> Jack, move. Be sure to move. But <laughs> yeah, just, don't just move. Just, just don't pick Tennessee. Don't yeah. take your, oh. your bullshit here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, yeah. Ruin don't other move, don't move and then vote the same way that you voted here that ruined this place. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, we've talked about a lot in, in your world and your life. Um, the only other thing I would say is, like, do you have maybe some, like, five pieces of advice or something, like, five biggest mistakes you see new gun owners make that you would just recommend for them? Five? I got a million. I know. Um, like, can you, it doesn't have to be five. I can narrow I just, it down. Yeah, you can spitball oh, here, but just little nuggets for for people. Like um, the big, I would say, the biggest thing that I see that uh, new gunner, new gun owners do is they don't train. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying you have to come train with me. It's the only it's the only way to do it. <laughs> train with who? Train with somebody. Like, get out there. Put some rounds down range. Okay. Um, like learn your learn your tool yeah that's a tool you know if you just if you buy a gun and stick it in a nightstand and you never think about it again Mm -mm. the first time you shoot that gun should not be when somebody's breaking into your house yeah you know coming after you yep you want to know how to use that gun you want to be proficient with it you know so the second time i ever fired is that it just the second time just second time that's fine that's good you did it before yeah no no second time that day come on guys yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah um uh, another thing that uh people some people don't think of is um using their defensive ammo to train with i i can't tell you how many yeah i i have so many students that are like oh i have these 115 grain uh winchester uh uh, i was like all right well what's your defensive ammo oh 147 uh, you know you know whatever you know gold dot spear gold dot Right. I was like, do you know where your hits are? What? Huh? It's, nope. it's the same, right? And I was like, nope. Not just that. I'm glad you brought that up. Is I had one lady, horrible pistol choice, which I won't trash on it, but horrible. Yeah. I've had some of those. She too. only had defensive ammo, which I was happy that she had it, honestly. Um, That's great. Every other round was a malfunction because the feed ramp with the hollow point profile could not feed into that gun. And then it yep. ended up being every round. And so she was like, I'm like, do you understand that this could be with someone coming at you? You cannot yeah. clear it. You're going to have to drop the mag and clear it. You're dead. You're, you're dead. That's so it, it was, yeah. I wish we could replicate some of that stuff. Like I know like dummy rounds helps and stuff, but like really show, not replicate, but show people like this is the, this is what it's going to cost you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, I do like to do that in my classes as well, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's fun to throw, I'll, I'll load their magazines for them and I'll throw a dummy around in there because yep. I'm like, I know they're flinching yep. or I know they're doing something dumb. <laughs> yep. And then they, they go click. And I was like, ha. It's my favorite. I, and yeah. I don't, 
I don't clear anybody's malfunctions. Like I'll show them um, and instruct them like the first time or in class or whatever. Yeah. And then after that, and that's the other stuff, quit instru- as instructors, quit doing stuff for them that they yeah. are not going to know how to do when you're not there. So like I make yeah. people at my gals day, every single one of them, I told my ROs, don't clear malfunctions. If it malfunctions, mm-hmm. you walk them through clearing that out. Yeah. But they're doing it. They're yeah. learning. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I will. I will clear it the first time. Yeah. Um, cause I won't tell them I'm loading a dummy round in there typically. No. Yeah. 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 So I'll be like, I'll be like, okay, cool. And I'll take it. And I'll be like, this is how, this is how you would clear it. And this is called tap and rack. And you know, it's like, you do that whole thing. Yep. Um, and then once we get further down in the class, then we start adding dummy rounds in. Then I'm like, fix it. Yep. Oh, you went, you went, you didn't go bang. Fix it. <laughs> how do you fix it? I like, I like your attitude. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Those are some good mistakes. Okay. So defensive rounds, train with those, try those out, see if they yeah. function. And then, yeah, we're the see point they, of aim. See how they function. <laughs> see how that recoil feels. That's a big one. Yeah. And like, um, I zero with defensive ammo for the carry guns. And then mm-hmm. same with like rifles. I zero with my heavy rounds. I'm shooting, you know, further out with for accuracy. Yeah. So yeah, zero with whatever you're going to use in that. Gun. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So like, um, the main carry gun that I use uh, is a 365 X Macro. Um, I just got one of those. I just won one. <laughs> I just, so I just nice. won. <laughs> you won one. I won one. I won that. Oh. I won the Mossberg MC2 oh, SC. I, I, I've won like at a Jericho. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. The oh, last, that's like, cool. Two months. I've just been like winning these pistols. Oh, lucky you. I know. That's awesome. <laughs> two were random um, draws. I will say that. Random draws. Yeah, two were random. I'm really lucky. So this Mossberg thing, I'll say this. I don't know if you saw my post, but we were shooting a three-man, three-gun. Yeah. One person draws for your team's, like, awards. And so they bring mm-hmm. me this trash bag, and it's this thin, like, you know, envelope. And then someone was like, fuck you. Those are guns. And, like, I open them up, and I'm like, hey, boys. Like, And my teammates was like, I don't want to hear any trash talk <laughs> because I want us all pistols. And they're like, oh. And I'm like, I'm really lucky. <laughs> so if, if you ever need to win something, no joke, like, people turn to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna squad with you. I'm gonna make sure. And <laughs> like Kenzie. my friends that were going to hike the narrows even, they're like, you gotta speak into some Kenzie luck for us. And they won the passes to that day. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Got it. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. But so, yeah, no, no, it's okay. No, it's okay. Yeah. So the yeah, the macro, that's what I carry every day. Uh got a hollow sun on it. Um, TLR seven streamlight. Nice. Um yeah, and I it's what is the end on? I got a full mag. Oh, here it is. Um, but uh, yeah, I've had, where was I going with this? <laughs> but it should be super Val. Keep going. Uh, I actually, uh, I'm actually waiting until I've gotten rid of all of the ammo. Cause I have a ton of it. Yeah. Um, Taryn gave me some really good spicy, spicy, uh, nine mil. But as soon as I've yep. shot through all that at the range, uh, I will be going to super Val because I do use super Val for everything else. Yeah. Yeah. They're defensive ammo. I, I think you saw my post, like the bloom is really nice. I did a lot yeah. of, hollow point testing yeah uh, but anyways i think we were talking about well i know we were talking about the accuracy the reliability of it and i think that was part of the recoil management oh yeah 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 learning your recoil management with your defensive ammo because you know if i just pop in my you know i shoot uh my a lot of my range ammo is 124 grain super bell mm-hmm. that's gonna it's gonna function way different than this this spicy stuff will yeah. um and i got an i you know so i zero my dot to where this hits. I don't want to zero my dot to where my practice Training. ammo hits. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yep. that's not going to do me anything. You know, so if I'm looking at my dot and I'm happen to be using my training ammo, I still know where my hits are going to be. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, it's super important. Uh, and to know that your 
defensive ammo is going to probably kick a lot harder than your than your wimpy little 115 grains will. Yeah. Um, and to have how to manage that and and you know, oh, okay, I've got to be a little more aggressive with my support hand. <laughs> yeah. You know, otherwise it's gonna tear out of my hand. But um what are some other tips too? Oh, we're on. I know, but they're good. They're good. These are really good so far. Yeah. No, no, no. It's um <laughs> dry fire practice is huge. I always you can't tell people, do it in California. Yeah, you can, you can. Um so like my 365, it's not on the roster. I got it. So it's so you guys, know, go ahead and like buy your gun cash elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's registered. It's registered. I'm kidding, it's... <laughs> oh my God. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm going to have a fucking ATF at my door. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm kidding. Um, um, Tri-fire is huge though. Tri-fire is huge. I, I, I always tell people to do it. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's huge. It's, it's not going to be a hundred percent of what you need. Um, but you know, getting that draw, getting that muscle memory. Yeah. Um, it's all about getting those reps. Um, cause I actually in different clothing. So like a <clears throat> gun, like before I go out, I like to kind of dry fire. I obviously don't, pull trigger, but it's like, all right, right. let me do a couple. Of I want to make sure, on. I want to make sure my shirt clears. Yeah. 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 Cause I definitely, I have shirts that I'm like, Oh, you know, it's, I'm not printing. It looks good, yep. but I go to try and I'm like, Oh, this material doesn't stretch. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Well, next shirt. I found yeah. a like camisole I was wearing underneath one time and it had like lace trim, which like I never ever wear it. And then the one time I did, it got stuck up on the holster and it would like catch. And I was like, oh, well, that's a good thing. I've never dangerous. worn it. Yeah. I've never yeah. worn it since. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Yeah. No, I, I definitely, um, anytime before I go out and I, when I put my gun on, I definitely, yeah. I want to make sure my clothes work and, you know, everything fits properly. And I'm not showing, cause yeah, they, yeah. they get, they get real mad at you. Oh yeah, you're real, you're real mad at you. Uh, actually, really? like, I, I don't even want to see your gun. Like I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to know. You know because... exactly. Yeah, and, and I don't want anyone to see my gun. And that's um, I, it's funny because I, I go back and forth with people all the time about like you know exposed carry versus concealed carry, and it's like I would rather people not know that I have a gun. Preach. Uh, yeah, I just would rather have it concealed. And in, in California, it's now you're not allowed to carry exposed anymore without a permit. Um, <laughs> Which, I mean, yeah, when I was doing the bounty hunting stuff, I had all that. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you're definitely a target. Yep. You know? Well, there, there's so many other things to target, <clears throat> but it's like, you're making other people uncomfortable. I, I'm even uncomfortable if I see some dude with his open carry drop holster leg strap thing. I'm like, this yeah. is intimidating. I don't know. And I don't think you're trying to. I don't know who this guy is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then yeah. the other stuff that it brings on is mischief is like when kids are running around stores, it doesn't matter if kids, I mean, teenagers, whatever. It's like they don't know the difference sometimes between real and fake and not mm -hmm. wanting to mess with someone. And I'm sure that's a point where it's like, let me go mess with that guy. Grab it out of the holster. But yeah, I mean, exactly. like concealability <laughs> like is is everything because it's just like a secret thing that you feel safe, comfortable, and you're yeah. not attracting attention. That's the whole exactly. thing. Exactly. That's want. the whole thing. Yeah. 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 It's a and it's a, it's just your it's your last resort tool anyway. You know, it's yep. Yep. I know. And I never yeah. Want. And honestly, it um I, I don't, my in-laws don't know I have it <laughs> because they're, they're like super anti-gun. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but my, the rest of my family knows, everybody knows my kids know. Yeah. My wife obviously knows. Um, it'd be <laughs> I weird if hope. I cut that from her. <laughs> I would hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and she, she like, she would give me shit at first originally. Like when I first started concealing, sure. you know, she was like, "Ugh, you're just going to the grocery store. And I was just like, have we seen it? Exactly. And, and I told her, I was like, look, if I, if I could, 
if I was a psychic, I could look into the future. I would only carry on that one day that I knew. Yeah. It's like, but I don't, I, I, if I leave, if I leave the house, if I leave the house to go pick up, you know, groceries or, you know, whatever. It's on me. I, if you see me in public, it's on me. It's on me. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Yep. Unless I'm like going to a bar. Like, yeah. We're like legal stuff. Yeah. 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 And but then that's... I, I will still drive to the bar, mm-hmm. take it off of me, secure yeah. it. And then, and then go in. Like, I, want I don't your, know if I'm going to stop before that. Or I want your car safe. I just think that that is the coolest thing. It's fucking thing. dope. It's it dumb, is fucking dope. It's got a pull-out drawer. It's fucking yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll take a video of it later and send it to you. I'll show okay. you. Yeah. Cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, um, I'm trying to think of what else we didn't cover. Any other, uh, other final thoughts, pieces of advice? I mean, because this has been really good here. God, no. I just train, train, train. Find, I, not only train, train with good instructors because there are i mean i you're on instagram you know (laughs) there are some people that are instructors one in 50 is good one in yeah exactly exactly exaggeration it's i i I would like to think that i'm one of the good ones 100 um you are 100 thank you i I appreciate that 100 um but there's like i see so many um videos online where it's just like well they're learning the skill but they're going to come to me later and i'm going to have to reteach them yeah you know there's there's a company out here that trains stunt people and somebody sent me the video of her of her class that she did and i immediately responded i was like well we're gonna have to fix all that because you're holding the gun wrong you're she was literally she was like the teacup she wasn't teacupping, but she was like, she was doing this. Her hand was down here yeah. and she was like, her, her firing hand was completely off the grip, off the, the and I was just like, she was leaned back. She was like doing, literally it was like everything that you could do wrong. She was doing wrong. And I was just like, oh, okay. tell her, don't, don't post the video. Yeah. That's what I did. I said, please take that down. Please yeah. take that down. You, you look ridiculous. Yeah. And I was like, because she was like, oh, I want to come to your class, blah, 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 because I was was going to do a... It's good, though, that you have a relationship with her to tell her that to take it down, yeah. that she doesn't look professional or knowing what, what she's yeah. doing, right? It's like, th- those are the tougher conversations, but like being absolutely. brutally honest with someone, I think, is really valuable, too. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I, I will I will always be honest with people, um, you know, yeah. if they're, if I think... I've, I've stepped in it before, you know, (laughs) if I think they're training, I think they're training sucks. I've called, I've called people out on it. Um, you know, I, but then again, it's like, I don't know everything. I don't pretend to know everything. No, Um, yeah. And there's people that have asked me to teach classes that, um, you know, yes, I, I know the material. I could, I could do it. Right. But I'm like, not the best person to actually have a guy here's the other instructor that I could, you know, here's, here's my guy. Yeah. You know, here's, he could teach you this better than I could because I know how to do it, but he might be able to verbalize it better than me. Sure, sure. So it's really, it's, it's not about just finding any old instructor, find somebody that's good, find somebody that's qualified. Um, you know, just because they're NRA certified doesn't mean they're a good instructor. <laughs> doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean shit. No, it's literally, like, literally a piece of paper got printed and I'm not exactly. Gonna, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly it. It's yeah. When I, when I got certified, uh, my instructor looked at me and he goes, it's like, he's like, he's like this and, and five bucks will get you a cup of coffee. Correct. It's like, this doesn't mean shit. Correct. You know, it's, it's all about how you train. 
um, and how you instruct people. And that's the big deal. And find the instructors people... that are doing as well. Yeah, that they exactly. can show you an example that they are out there honing their skills, taking yeah. classes from other instructors. That's something yeah. I love to do. It's like, but yeah. that's vet them, vet them, challenge vet them. them. Yeah. Questions, research their social media. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> please. Yes, please. And you know, it's, and I'll, I'll shoot alongside some of my students sometimes, yeah, you know, you. I, I have, I have fun with them. You know, because I, I can't tell you, I mean, you probably get it all the time. Oh, my gun's shooting low and left. Yeah, uh, my, you know, my, my sights are off. And I'm like, oh, okay, really? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. Justin, how does someone, oh, first of all, what's like your Instagram name and username? And then how would someone go to find like a website or a class or how do they get teaching from you? Okay. So um, obviously if you're in Southern California area, that's the easiest thing. Yeah. Um, I don't expect people that are going to fly across country to come train with me. Not yet. Uh, you don't know. Uh, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll save a spot for you if you want to come out sometime. Oh yeah, I plan <laughs> um, on it. I just hate California, but the day I that I come, it'll you. be a week. We'll be at Taryn's range. We'll get Zach. Fuck and yes, it'll oh be a whole God. thing. No, it Hell will. Yeah, it's I can't happen. wait. I can't <laughs> wait. Um, okay, so social media. Uh, it is JT Tactical uh, on Instagram. Um, you can follow like all all the other stuff and Threads the same way now. Threads a new thing. I can't believe you caved the threads, but I won't judge you. I, won't I did it on, you know, it's funny. I did it on accident. I no. was like, what's this? And no. I did it. And I was like, this looks like Twitter. I hate yeah. Twitter. This is awful. I'm good. And I like posted one thing and I was like, why am I here? That was literally my post. I was like, why the fuck am I here? I'm good. <laughs> and, and so, uh, yeah, that was, that was, yeah. Um, and I had to turn off all the notifications cause everyone's like, Oh, follow. And I have like, you know, a, a, I have enough followers that my phone was just like constantly just like, oh, this person's following me. And I was like, I don't fucking care. Um, we digressed. We yeah, digressed. sorry. Okay, Class yeah. Classes. Okay, classes. Uh, you can, uh, my website is jttacticalinc.com. Uh, my amazing wife just redid my website because I am computer illiterate. Uh, yeah, she redid my website, so it actually uh, makes sense now. <laughs> um, I, it's funny because I could like watch people as they're on my site and I could see what pages they're navigating yep. to. Yep. It'll get to a certain point and just leave. And I'm like, Boop. drop off. Yep. Boop. And it's like, oh, all right. Well, yep. something's not right. I'm not doing something right. And <laughs> apparently it's, I'm an idiot and I don't know how to make a website. Not an idiot. It's very hard. <laughs> yeah, it's very it's hard. not easy. No. Yeah. Yeah. So she redid it for me. So now it all kind of makes sense. And, um, I'm, I'm easily reachable through Instagram or, um, you know, if you can, you can email me through the website as well. Um, my my phone number, my business phone number is on the website as well. Not my personal phone number. <laughs> no, I can God. give that out now. <laughs> yeah, dear God, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, no, my I, I believe my 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 business number is on the website. Um, reachable, but yeah, I'm totally reachable. Yeah, and I don't bite, you know. Nope. And yeah, awesome. So, well, Justin, yeah. thank you. Thanks for coming on the podcast. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate this. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. All right, guys, stay tuned to next week's episode of the Ready Club podcast. But seriously, reach out, reach out to Justin in, in all of this. I'll just say this and leave you all with this listening is that firearms world is very accessible and there's some really great people. And I mean this, it, Justin's been a rock. He's been awesome to work with. I've gotten to work with him with some clients. And I want to leave people with this is that if you DM people, if you comment on their stuff. If you follow them, that is the whole reason. Like Justin and I have not met in person yet. And here we are doing a podcast. Yeah. How crazy is that? <laughs> it's pretty wild. But it's normal. It's like, that's our industry is like, we're willing yeah. to help with each other, talk to each other. 
and, and share ideas. I mean, I'm sure Justin, I don't agree on everything eye to eye and that's okay. Like we grow by that. We learn by I that. Mean, probably, we probably agree on more than you realize. <laughs> probably. But I mean, there are, <laughs> I don't want to say we're closed minded either, but I'm saying like we, yeah. we have a lot in common and share a lot of values, but yeah. yeah, reach out to your, your people that you follow on, on social media and, and they will reply. The good ones will. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thanks for listening and tune in next week. Thanks for listening to the Reticle Up podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Follow along on social media at Reticle Up or 3 Gen Kenzie.